Yeah! And he is right that yesterday was just a wild. There were so many things going on. I'm sitting in the press box at yeah. SoFi Stadium watching the Rams get just smacked around mm -hmm. by the Cardinals. It was very lopsided, and the Rams played terrible. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. But I've got the laptop open. I'm watching the Dodgers. I'm, I'm going through the, the box score and everything else, and I just kept coming back to the same thing, Al. And it's, it's just really hard to wrap my head around. The Dodgers won 106 games, yeah. and it wasn't good enough. The Dodgers went ended the season on a seven-game winning streak, 15 in a row at Dodger Stadium, and it wasn't good enough. And it's, it's very rare when you come up short and you feel like, you know what? We didn't do anything wrong. We, we played great. Our, our best players performed at their best level. It's just that the Giants are on this unbelievable heater where they don't lose. So this is something Dave Roberts said. He said, they took it from us. I don't think we gave it away. I think that's a, an important quote to have there. You're right. Now the table kind of turns here because you are supposed to be the favorite to win the World Series. Yeah. You were picked to win the World Series before the season started. You went out and got Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, and uh, one of them you call your ace. The other one you can make a case for MVP, and I know we'll do that. Um, Wednesday becomes a very interesting day because either – you walk away and you head up to San Francisco, you roll up your sleeves and you try to pursue defending your World Series championship, or it's an incredibly disappointing season from mm. my perspective, uh. an incredibly disappointing season uh, because you didn't win the World Series. One of those two are going to play out and we'll see what happens maybe, on Wednesday. Maybe I'm splitting hairs here, Slee, but it doesn't feel like it would be an incredibly disappointing season. It would be an incredibly unfulfilling season. They've won 106 games. And because the format is what it is, they're thrown into a situation where they're playing one game for their life. I, where, where it gets a little bit more disappointing, I think, is if they do beat the Cardinals and they go to San Francisco and they're a quick out. That would be disappointing. Like, ah, that wasn't their best. But they've done everything that you could do. At the beginning of the season, if you would have said to Dave Roberts or yeah. any of the players on this team, hey, you're going to win 100. We'll give you 106 right now. You want it? Every last one of them of would have taken it. Of course. Every last one of them. This is this is why I say disappointing. It's very simple. The Dodgers have been so good over the last nine years. They have built this expectation that really no other organization has it right now in baseball. Mm -hmm. Eight NL West championships in a row obviously get snapped. <laughs> in the year they don't, they won 106. 106. I agree with you. There's nothing more that the Dodgers could have done. Somebody actually hit me up on Twitter. He said, no, there's actually one other thing they could have done. They could have gone 10-9 and nine versus the Giants rather than 9-10 and 10 against San Francisco. Okay, that's, that's all right. This is what I mean You know, when I kind of reference coming up on Wednesday. Scherzer's going to be on the mound. You've scored how many runs over the course of the last? 46 runs in five games. Okay. Bueller looked fantastic yesterday. Uh, Julio looks like he's okay, even though with all the innings that he's pitched. Now, you're going to have some curveballs that are, are, are set in there. We know the injury of Max Muncy. Obviously, yep. Kershaw, um, unfortunate news there, him getting pulled from as the game. As much as that sucks, the Kershaw piece, and I feel terrible for him because I'm a huge Clayton Kershaw fan, that's not one of those uh-oh moments. It was one of those ah-damn moments. There's And I think there's a – Scherzer would be a uh-oh. Bueller would be an uh-oh. Kershaw was an ah-damn. Because you've gone two and a half months without him and yeah. you're still winning all these games and you still have starters that you can depend on. 
But I, I guess it just comes down to me for this. When you have these types of expectations, it's very similar to the Lakers. You you know, it, it's either a championship or bust. And I know that doesn't sound right because of the way the predicament is and the fact that they're in this chase still even after winning 106 games. Nobody is going to – Dodgers aren't going to make excuses. They no. just won't. And I think, you know, from a fan perspective, there's a lot of fans out there really not going to – yes, they don't like the way the format is, but they're still going to say you either won it or you didn't. I, I still keep coming back to this. I, I get it. And the Dodgers are built to win the World Series, and if they don't win the World Series, then it's disappointing. I, I, I understand that the linearness of that. This isn't a team that was supposed to win 110 and that 186 and limped in. This isn't a team that had Mookie Betts bat 230 all season long and Corey Seager bats 240 and they make a trade for Trey Turner and it doesn't really happen and Scherzer kind of comes over and just a guy and they they limp in and what what went every I mean they've had injuries they've had all sorts of you know things going on like Trevor Bauer and whatnot but they've more or less maxed out what there is to do at this point and now all of a sudden. To just say that, okay, you're either a success or a failure based on a glorified coin flip, that feels wrong. It doesn't feel right. I'm with you, it doesn't feel right, but it's the reality. That's that's Trav, you can't say that about any other team in Major League Baseball. You can't. You know, if the maybe you could say, just as an example here, if the Yankees lose to the Red Sox, you could say, okay, well, that was a disappointing season. Uh, it, 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 maybe you could say that it's championship or bust, but. The Dodgers, being in the wild card, are still the favorite to win it all. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of speaks. And, and I know the from a baseball perspective, anything can happen in one game. But that's – listen, part of you wants to tip your cap to what the Giants did. Giants won 107 games. You know, I, I mentioned on Friday that I felt like it should come down to a game. <laughs> and going into Sunday, doesn't it feel like it, exactly how the entire season went you can you can put a three-hour game on Sunday to kind of tell the full story. Giants had one more test. They're back against the wall. Will they pass it or will they fail? Because the Dodgers are going to do their job. Mm -hmm. The Giants once again passed it and then ended up winning the division. All right. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I'm going to make Dodger fans feel good here for a second, okay? Because while it's very easy, my hand's in the air, to get nervous about this game on Wednesday, to feel it's a one game, you know, winner take all. You get now you get at least breathing room. It's a one and done situation, which in baseball you never want to be in because it brings in all the randomness. And Adam Wainwright is a Dodger killer who's he's won ten really of his well. last eleven decisions. He, he's been great. Mm -hmm. You've got a guy, you know, Paul Goldschmidt's been around. O'Neill's having a great year. All all of these, the, the, and they got nothing they, to lose. They've got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. They're playing with house money. All that stuff. Okay, all true. That's the stuff that makes you feel a little you know, wonky with the Dodgers. Look at it. If you're in St. Louis right now, look at what you're looking at. Okay. You got to go on the road. You got to come in against a team that is playing better than anybody. You included. Okay. That this is a team that has fought tooth and nail. This is the best team in baseball minus one giant game. This is a team that's going to run out Max Scherzer at you. The last time you saw him, he pitched eight innings and struck out 13 guys and mm -hmm. gave up no runs. This is a team that has Corey Seager playing at a level maybe better than he did when he won the NLCS in the World Series MVP last year. You've got another guy in right field, Mookie Betts, who is near his best. You've got Trey Turner, who, by the way, should be getting all sorts of MVP consideration and isn't, and I do not know why, who's playing at his best. He hit two grand slams this weekend. You've got another guy in Justin Turner who's been around this a million times. You've got Will Smith who has playoff pedigree. You've got Cody Bellinger who's had a terrible year but has had some big damn moments in the postseason. 
that's what the Cardinals are looking at. That should make me I, – I keep trying to tell myself this. Look at this from the Cardinal perspective because the Dodgers have a whole bunch of things that are going right for them as well. So I'm going to put it this way. I think actually the Trey Turner conversation of why he's yeah, not getting MVP uh, consideration. Let, let me let me first do this. Today's stat hero of the day is the Dodgers offense. A lot of that has to do with Trey Turner. The Dodgers, like you mentioned, have scored 46 runs in the last six games, Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sleeva Show, Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. And I know mm-hmm. you use Trey Turner uh, plenty of times he, He's on won Stat me Hero. a lot of yeah, Stat Hero events with, with Trey Turner in there. Mookie's been good, too. So uh, the, the Trey Turner piece, everything you just set up with the Cardinals. That's okay. what they got to go beat. That's what they got to go beat. But, Trav, like you said— Okay, no one's expecting us to win. Mm-hmm. Just come out here and freaking go loose. Mm-hmm. By the way, there was a point this year where we won 17 games in a row, and that was within the last week where that got stopped. Right. They had won 19 of 20 games. I know they lost two of their last three or yes. three of five two, or something along those lines. But they had already – they had nothing to play for. No, so I think it was a wrap. Part of that. You're 100% right about everything that you you just said about the St. Louis Cardinals, and if you're the Dodgers, you got to feel damn good. And I respect the fact that the Dodgers played all the way through. Remember we were having this conversation about, okay, can we stop Bueller on his last two days? Mm-hmm. Um, should the Dodgers start resting people? Mm-hmm. They played all the way to the end. They played all the way to the Bueller sixth inning. Great yesterday. They played all, to, all the way to the sixth inning yesterday, and then if you look out in in right where Gavin Lux is behind him, it says 11-4 uh-huh. San Francisco over the Padres. <laughs> right. They did everything they could. They're, you know, from a pressure perspective, obviously there's going to be a lot of pressure on the Dodgers, but I think for the Cardinals there's also something to say about kind of walking into a game loose. That's the danger of the game. It is. Look, and it's it's one game. We've talked about it a million times, and it's scary. The other part of this is the Dodgers have – they this hasn't happened to them very often this season where there is a question about what they're going to do at first base going into this yeah. one game series where th- there's always been a fairly obvious way to solve whatever problem has come up, right? If, okay, Trevor Bauer gets suspended or you know administratively left or whatever the terminology is, all right, we're going to go to a bullpen game. We're going to bring up Mitch White. We're going to have – we're going to extend Gonsolin. There's, there's a plan in place. Max Muncie gets hurt yesterday. And now you got to figure out who's going to play first base. And and every piece that you move affects another piece along the way. And this is something that I want to get into coming up here in just a little bit. Is it Pujols? Is it Cody Bellinger? Is it uh, Gavin Lux? Is it Gavin Lux? Is it uh, Do you put Lux in center field? Do you put Chris Taylor in center field and move Cody Bellinger? There are pros and cons on every last one of these moves that we can get into. And all this going into a one game playoff. Yeah, you don't get to experiment. Right? You like there is a nail it in one game. All right, so I know at uh, we'll get a chance to do this uh around 12:20 or What's so Monday we can football? break it down. I got Monday night football. We got we got the Chargers and the Raiders. Can I say what Sean McVay had his worst day as a Rams head coach yesterday mm-hmm. too. I need I, I need to lay that out for you because there's there, there's a lot out, but it's million dollar Mondays. And that's coming up next. If you would like your chance yeah. to win a million bucks, and your more important prize of this, the yeah, Lions Rams and, the, and the Rams tickets Rams is coming tickets. up in a couple of weeks. Okay, so 877-710-ESPN. This is how we do it. So now is your chance. We got some trivia, NFL trivia coming up. Call in right now, 877-710-ESPN. Emily's going to start lining up the phone calls. All you have to do is answer one of these trivia questions correctly, and you got a chance at $1 million. This is not a national contest. This is a local contest for ESPN LA listeners. Plus, 
if you do answer the question, you get some Rams Lions tickets. Call in right now, 877-710-ESPN. Stay right here at Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh. (laughs) By the way, do you remember when you cut off Chris earlier? Yes. Dressed right in the middle. Well, there was a very long pause in the middle of the autumn wind as a Raider. I thought he was done, but I, I got it wrong. It was my fault. But uh, I do appreciate I like the that kind if he words. does that, if he like tests you. Yeah. Well, like just when you think like there's, I, it just goes quiet and then he throws in a little bit there's more. One more. Back to Travis and Slee. No, thank you, Chris. It's been a long, hard, non double cheeseburger journey along the way. We got some, we got some cash to give away. We got potential cash potential to give cash, away. Yes. Rams, Lions tickets. Okay. So this is how this works. You guys know how this works. Million dollar Mondays. We do this on the Travis and Slee show. Of course, listen to Mason in Ireland, listen to Sedano and Cap. Uh, and they'll have a chance for you to win a million dollars as well. One million dollars. We got some NFL trivia questions. Yep. We got the phone line stacked up right yep. now. I mean, just absolutely stacked up. Can we get some music in the background? I feel like million dollar <laughs> you, giveaway. You want to have I, a little something going on? We got a like lot a going slot on machine here. Paying off or it something? Doesn't have to be slot machine. It could be Dion, like you were playing there. Just something, <laughs> something to get some music going. All right. So here's what it's going to be. You're, I'm going to bring you on the air. I need you to say your full name and where you're calling from. So it would be Alan Sliwa. From San Diego, El California. El Cajon. Yeah, there you go. So this is what I need. We're going to ask you a question. It's going to go quick. We're going to give you a quick little five-second countdown. you got to get us the answer. If you get it right, you have a chance to win a million bucks. Then we're going to ask you for your Super Bowl prediction, teams, and final score, and you'll win some uh, Rams and Lions tickets as well. Let's start in Diamond Bar with Poe. Poe, you are up first. You are on with Travis and Slee. You ready, Poe? Full name? What is, yeah. What's your full name? Uh, Poe Shan. Okay. And here comes your question, Poe. Who was the first MVP for the Los Angeles Raiders? I wish you had given me Rams. I don't know more about that. First MVP for the Los Angeles Rams. Marcus Allen. Rams or Raiders? I'm sorry. Did I say Raiders? Okay, let me me do that again. The first MVP for the Los Angeles Rams. My fault. I'm going to say Vince Ferragamo. Oh, nope. I'm sorry, Poe. That is not the correct answer. Thank you. All right, Poe. Thank you for calling in, bud. Let's go to Caesar in Santa Clarita. Caesar, you ready, Caesar? Yes, sir. Okay, Caesar. How many Super Bowls have the Raiders won in their history? How many Super Bowls? Three. Ding, ding, ding. Well done, Caesar. Caesar, give us your full name. Give us your full name. Cesar Flores. All right, Cesar Flores, you are going to stay on hold, by the way, Cesar. Hold on, we've got to get his prediction. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. So your Super Bowl prediction, Cesar, give me the teams and give me the final score. Raiders 27, Rams 21. Ooh, Mm. we've got a Raiders-Rams Super Bowl. All right, Cesar, stay on hold. Emily's going to get some information for you, but uh, you're entered. You got the the Lions and the Rams tickets. And he's got the Raiders and the Rams. By the way, how great would that be? SoFi Stadium, At Raiders SoFi. and Rams. Home team and the other home, home team. team. Right. Ends the Super Bowl. That would be amazing. Do you think they'd give uh, Chargers, like, really good seats to watch? Because, I mean, 
a tenant, right? Just being a tenant. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they pay, when you pay rent, you don't really get anything other than a place to sleep. Okay, so That's Caesar's going to have a chance at a million dollars. We have his score, his prediction. Um, and you could listen, as we mentioned, all day today, part of Million Dollar Mondays. Listen to Mason Ireland. Listen to Sedano and Cap for another chance to play Million Dollar Mondays. So those who are on hold right now, just tune in to Mason Ireland. Do the same thing. And next Monday, we'll do it again. Yeah, we'll do it Million again. Dollar Mondays, right? Not Monday, Mondays. So we got a, a bunch of chances dollars. to do that. And I'll try to read the question correctly the first time, next time. That's, uh, I got that's confused, too, because when you said that. And I, didn't, then, I thought I said Rams. I guess I didn't. And so. then when we got the winner, then I was like, all right, we're done. And you're like, hey, Al, um, we got to get their Super Bowl thing. <laughs> We got I'm in, it done. I'm in preseason mode. C- Cesar Flores has a chance to win a million That's right. bucks. That's a pretty good deal. That's right. um, he picked the Rams as the NFC uh, representative in that game. They're going to have to do a lot better than they did yesterday, Al. 37-20. Yeah, they got smacked. Dominated by Arizona. They did. They, they, that was Matt Stafford played poorly. Uh, the defense played poorly. Um, and Sean McVay, I thought, had a bad day. And, and there was a moment where myself and Kirk and a handful of other people were in the press box winding down towards the end of the first half. Arizona's driving, third and four. They're in the red zone, and or they're getting close to the red zone. Mm-hmm. And it's a third and four play. They throw a pass. It's incomplete. There's a penalty on the play. Took him ten back to try to stop the field goal. He decided to accept the penalty, mm-hmm. move them back ten third yards, and fourteen. Third now. and fourteen, which with Kyler Murray does not seem like a great decision to me because here's and it's not just that he converted the third and 14 and it's not just that you escaped they ended up holding him to a field goal anyway that's right there Mm -hmm. there was about a minute and a handful of seconds left if you let them kick right there which they would have done maybe they make it maybe they don't but let's just assume they make it you have a minute and change and two timeouts you're gonna get the ball back Arizona's getting the ball at the start of the second half yeah Okay, they're going to get the ball there. Instead, you run the clock down to nothing. Matt Stafford has proven that they can go score in a very short period of time, at least get those three points back before the end of the half. That he let that go by the board? I thought that was a big mistake. You went to halftime with your timeouts in your pocket, right? It right. was it was the best-case scenario for Arizona. Yes. Wait, wait, not only can we grab this field goal, we're going to run the entire clock out. Nobody gets a chance from the Rams side, and then we get the ball back. I know you want to point at that play specifically, and I get it. I understand it. You know, took a gamble there. Hey, if we stop them here, they only get three, four yards. Maybe they're out of field goal position. Maybe it's an incomplete pass. All that. Rams got dominated yesterday. They got from from start to finish. Yes, they got dominated yesterday. The quarterback play of you know we're talking about. I think going into the game, the two leading two MVP, MVP candidates. candidates yeah. You walked away saying, okay, well, there's only one in this conversation between was, those two. Yeah, there was only one yesterday. That's for sure. Coaching perspective hasn't McVay beat Arizona. They were eight and zero, something no. along those eight lines. No. You walked away from that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously a little bit different after the game. Um, why do I feel like this could be a good thing for the Rams? You know what I. I I think there, there's a silver the, – the silver lining to it is is that nothing went right. I think what's a tougher pill to swallow is if you play really well and at the end they make a long field goal or they hit a big play. Or you Dodgers-Giants, stupid... you play really, really right. well all season and you still lost there the division. There you go, yeah. stupid penalty at yeah. the end of the game. The cost you get like, oh, God, we had it. Mm-hmm. You got smacked. 
They got beat. They, they're, they're, they, you just got beat. There was some bad decision-making along the way. Matt Stafford missed a bunch of throws that he had not missed through the first three games. There, there was a couple where guys were running wide open. He just missed them. These were not tip balls or under pressure, just bad throws along the way. Here's another thing about mm-hmm. Sean McVay, too, that made me just – it's the first time – you know, I've done every single one of these games since they've come back. The Jeff Fisher time, there's a bunch of times after the game, like, what were they doing? Sure. With Sean McVay, there's almost none of that over his his tenure here, except for there was this at the end of the game. The Rams ran the ball pretty well yesterday. They they were having success on the ground, and yet they kept going back to the pass. And there, there's this thing with Sean McVay where it almost I want to win, but I want to win my way. I want to win mm. because we're gonna throw it and light it up and do all of these other things. And I think it's 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 a very common thing that this is what I do. We move the ball by throwing the ball. We move the ball by being quick, fast, fast. A stubbornness. Well, yeah, just a, it, and I think what makes him such a good coach is that very same stubbornness. But it's sometimes you look at it and you're thinking to yourself, you know, Daryl Henderson had 89 yards on 14 carries. That's six and a half yards of whack. Why did we? Let's keep doing that. They're moving the ball against Arizona on the ground, and yet they kept going back to the pass. There are just a couple of things that made me think Sean McVay, Matt Stafford had a bad day. Defense, Aaron Donald only had four tackles, no sacks, no pressures on the quarterback. Got None shook of those, by Kyler Murray. Yeah, got absolutely <laughs> shook by Kyler Murray. But Sean McVay had a bad day, too, yeah. I think. Um, Funches has told me that he said this a couple times. Today. He said, you know, Trav kind of reminds me of Kyler Murray. Very similar. Very similar. Just kind of your first step. There's a lot of a lot of similarities. You guys there. look alike too. <laughs> Completely look alike. I'm roughly eight inches taller than Kyler Murray. Uh, the only thing I'll, I'll say, and how how big does this become now on Thursday? You got the Rams it's going into Seattle. It's big. But I, I don't think it's your first five games have been a failure or they've been a massive success. I I think there's a middle in that. I don't know. Look, you start off the season three and zero. You you handle Tampa like they weren't even on the same football field as you, and then to lose two in a row—if that's the case—if that happens against two divisional uh, opponents—I I don't think that's a small thing. I, I think I think if you looked at the schedule before the season started, and you said that the Rams go four and one. What a great start! Sure, what a fantastic no. start. Yeah, I'm with but you. four and one seems so much different than three it and does. two, no, no. especially losing your last two. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. If your pet is hurt in a car accident, Progressive pays up to thousands of dollars in vet expenses with free pet coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Okay, I agree with you. Four and one feels like, hey, we're off to the races. We're still in the conversation of yeah. best teams in the NFL. All of those things because. To your point, though the Rams got smoked yesterday, I really haven't changed my opinion. I think they're really good. I no, they, they are. Really I, good. I think they got killed yesterday, but I think they're really good. Um, three and two feels far less good than four and one. Duh. But on the road on a short week on Thursday, you have to look at these games individually. Oh, it's a tough, a tough environment. Arizona's really good, and they mm-hmm. came in and they put it on you. Now you're asking them to basically they get to practice today and tomorrow, and that's it. That's it. Then you're on your traveling Wednesday. Lining up the excuses. Not there lining up the excuses. This is an explanation. You're, Matt you're traveling Wednesday. You play Thursday night in a hostile environment against a good team on the road. If you lose that game, it doesn't mean that the burnings, the building's burning down. It's and that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is if you start the season off three and two, yeah, it's you're okay. Fine. You're fine. No, it was okay. It was an okay three and two first five games. That. I think it's better than that. Uh, by the way, their game that I'm, I think has all of a sudden become a lot more interesting, December 13th, that Monday night game at Arizona, if the Rams can kind of give a little bit back to what Arizona did. Arizona was walking around SoFi yesterday. Feeling pretty good about themselves. Incredible amount of swag. 
chirping to the fans. We'll see if uh, Rams can deliver something else for them. Well, look, look, Arizona looked really good through yeah, the first did. half of the season last year, too. The second True. half of the season, not nearly as good. Kyler Murray's going to take some hits. He's He runs a lot. It's a long, it's a long season. The Rams were not the better team yesterday, but I'm not convinced that they're not the better team. We'll see. Like that Monday night game, we got to wait two months for that thing to come around again to see it all over again. All right, who plays first base on Wednesday? There are four options, maybe five, if you want to get really creative. Plus the Pac-12. We got to mm. spend, we got to give a little bit of time to the Pac-12 because. Do we? Yeah, and I'll tell you why we do it. We'll, do we'll, we? we'll, we'll do it when we come back. Stay right here, Travis and Sleeve Show, seven ten ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Um, That's half true. No, you are a bully. I, I, I am. I agree with that. And I am particularly a height bully. I will. I, I like to do that. But Chris is under the misconception that he's a tall person. It's not. It's not. What's just Chris? Six three. Well, if he is, then I'm six nine. This is exciting. I'm <laughs> I, I'm I'm getting taller by the minute. You know what? <laughs> let Let me just spend a quick second here. What did Trav do the last couple of Mondays? We came back here, and what did he spend so much time talking about? How great he was in his NFL pick We should probably talk about who's going to play first base for the Dodgers. In How the unbelievable game. he is. And then I told everybody on Friday, I'm going to go get a couple bookies. <laughs> and I told you I was interviewing three different people, and it was the most stressful two days of my life. <laughs> yeah. Sunday night yesterday watching Tampa. This is why I don't gamble. Because why am I watching Tampa and the Patriots yesterday as if it's game seven of the Lakers and the Boston Celtics? So I think Matt Beattie is an interesting choice at first base because he brings both. Winning a lot gets boring. Of, wait, hold on. When you didn't want to talk stop about Urban Meyer getting a lap dance, you were how'd I do to this weekend? The channel. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah, yeah. But that but that's the comp. It is. You you can just abruptly yank the wheel in a different direction when you want. But I feel like this is an uninteresting topic to me. So let's move on to something you else. You know what, Slee? I think you benefited from Demarco Far helping you a little bit with. This I had case. insiders. I spent three grand trying to win nothing. Just so I can walk in here with a little freaking pride. Pujols is an interesting choice because he's got a great deal of experience. 
He is a guy that is not going to be intimidated by the big moment. Um, I think if the that- Chargers covered tonight, I go 4-0. Do people understand? I could get all four of my picks right. What about Gavin Lux at first base? I think that that's and and it's something that's been thrown out that has been met with a do, great deal of resistance. We should really do this. We should have two separate topics going on. <laughs> you ask for callers on yours. I'll ask I'd for like callers, callers on mine. On Urban Meyer, please. Your callers can go at the same time. My callers are going. We could have two different shows, two separate podcasts <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> um, no, you had a pretty good week. I mean, three and zero is pretty good with one to go tonight. It's not bad. All right, where, need- where am I at points wise? Seven. With the chance to get a perfect ten. So I got seven on top of the eight. Uh, yeah, I so you're at fifteen. What are you at right now? Uh, total, like cumulatively, yeah. eleven. With but remember, remember at the very beginning of the year, Al, when you're like, no, no, no it's got to yes. be week to week. It's got to be week to week. It's it's not a cumulative total. I it's have week the to right. Week. This is America. <laughs> I have the right to pick and choose week to week what is in my best interest. What about Chris Taylor? Like if you put Chris Taylor in center field and you move Cody Bellinger to first base, you broke down maybe nine you, options maybe you at get first base a, a couple when I was of different things going on right now. Tell everybody I didn't lose. There, what, what, by the way, what, what are they going to do at first base? Well, <laughs> I you don't have much know. time to figure this no, out. Honestly, you you said it a minute ago. This isn't something, hey, you know what? Let's try it for a week and see what it looks like. Like Gavin Lux in center field a couple of weeks ago was a curiosity, right? Mm-hmm. He's an infielder, but let's you know throw him in left field, see what it looks like. Does it look? Yeah, not great, but he's hitting. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move him to center field. Maybe that for some reason or another will be better. How's that look? Not good. He nearly killed himself on this. But hey, guess what? He's hitting. Well, now all of a sudden you've got one game to figure out what to do at first base. There is no experimenting. Here are the options. Matt Beatty can play first base. He's hot. Albert Pujols can play first base. Right-handed pitcher and Adam Wainwright, that doesn't feel good. It mm-hmm. eliminates a potential right-handed at-bat off the bench. He's your number one right-handed pinch hitter. We know with that three-batter rule, you can get him in against a left-hander if you need to do it. Uh, that's an option. You can take Cody Bellinger out of center field, put him at first base. He's a good first baseman. He's a better center fielder, but he's played first base and played it well. You can put Chris Taylor in center field right there. And then there's Gavin Lux. I get it. He's never played first base, but he is an infielder. He does swing a hot bat right sure, now. Sure, you know that you're you're deciding. Do I want experience or youth? Do I want defense or offense? Do I want some do to strengthen the bench, weaken the bench? Chris Taylor has been really, really average the second half of the season, and that might be a little generous. Now he is a gamer's gamer in the postseason. Yep. He shows up every single time. Cody Bellinger's your best center fielder. He's also probably your best first baseman that you have left at this point. That Whatever you do, you're going to have somebody in some spot that doesn't feel great. I've asked you this before. Okay, you think all these different – this is what your thought process, all that. What does Dave Roberts do on Wednesday? I don't know. Yeah, honestly, like I would love – I don't know what I would do if I had Pujols? these options. I, I think not Pujols because I want to save Pujols as my ace. Right, I, I need I need to deploy him when he's at his most dangerous, which is against a left-handed pitcher late in the game with guys on base. Mm-hmm. Because if he's not on your bench, who do you have to come in as a right? Austin Barnes. You don't have a lot of right-handed bat options mm-hmm. at that point. So I want to keep that play over there. You know what I think the answer is? More I think about it, I think it's Matt Beattie at first and Bellinger in center. Because Beatty is hot. Beatty yeah, plays he's first well. base. He's defensively, he's probably, you know, average, if not maybe a little bit better than that. Gavin Lux has never played first base. 
We saw what it looked like when Will Smith tried to play first yeah, base. They lost the game. And they lost the game because mm-hmm. of it. I, I think you have to try to balance this a little bit because if you go Bellinger at first and Taylor in center, which is an option, here's what we're looking at. You're looking at seven, eight, nine Taylor Bellinger pitcher that are really, really struggling. Mm-hmm. Can you really have a third of your lineup that's almost guaranteed to have a collar that night? Mm-hmm. That that's that's asking a lot of those first six guys, especially with how hot they've been. With it. you keep throwing the stat, and I keep asking. You've told me nine times, forty six runs or forty two runs, forty six runs in five games. In five games, you know what they had in the previous three games before that total nine. So you just who the hell knows. Right, you score forty six runs in five days, and then the game, the three games previous to that, you're getting three a night. There's who knows which offense is showing up, but this is arguably the most important decision. Scherzer's going to pitch; yeah. he will almost certainly yeah. pitch well, and then you got some bullpen decisions to make along the way. But who starts it first? Do you go off, offense or defense? I think it's got to be offense at first base. I really do. As long as the guy can play the position to a, a, a major league average, Matt Beatty can do that. I think it's him. I gotta gotta squeeze this in here. Um, is it Pac-12? Or will you? Is there a reason why they ever come up in conversations anymore that have nothing to do with positivity? Because I'm watching Oregon and Stanford. You know, kind of your last shot at the Pac-12, right? If you want to have any more meaningful football left, there's a couple games on this. But Oregon and Stanford. Oregon's about to win the game. They commit a penalty on the final on the final play. So now Stanford's got After the ball. After having two hitting the quarterback in the head penalties on the same drive. Now Stanford's got the ball. Final play of regulation. They tie it. Stanford ends up winning. Okay, Oregon's out. Forget the number three team that we wanted to compliment yeah. for going to Ohio State yeah. and getting a W. USC all of a sudden in another game now looks fantastic again. They beat Colorado thirty seven to fourteen. Okay, they're dreadful. Yeah. UCLA does what UCLA does. They That's lose to Arizona the State. Of the weekend for me. <laughs> no, look, they lose to Arizona State, forty-two to uh, I think twenty-three. Uh-huh. But then on top of that, Fresno State, <laughs> bye, loses to Hawaii. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, it, you know what? You know what came crystal clear this weekend for me. Like we talked about Freaking this. Freaking Pac 12. There is so many things going Can't on. Can't do anything. Right? You got the Dodgers in the playoffs. You yeah. got the Rams off to a good start. The Lakers are just getting going. The Clippers are going to get going. We got the Chargers playing on Monday Night Football. We got the Raiders that are off to a really good start. Yep. What the Pac 12 has done for me is say, you know what, Trav, you can scratch local college football off of your list for the foreseeable I future. Hate this. They're they're all bad. There's not one good team in that conference. Not a single solitary one Oregon State atop the Pac-12 North uh-huh. and Arizona State atop the Pac-12 South Great. can I do give a quick shout out here to the only team in California <laughs> no, take your victory the only lap. university like in California yeah. ranked in the top 25 there you go now I know there's a sea of Aztecs <laughs> I got one in my house all over Southern California yeah. SDSU sitting at number 25 in the country they, let's go Aztecs you want to know the craziest thing yeah San Diego State might be the best team in the Pac-12 if they were in the conference this year. Is this your fight song, or is this just like something that it's a remix? Siri no, it's a remix. Uh, Drake just came out with this. I can't even sing along to this. Hold on, let me see if I can find something. Because Slee went there, and now they're good, so he's gonna sing the song. I don't even know the the, the music. S D S E S. Is that right? Fight. Yeah. All right. Are you got the Aztecs? Is that what it is? Aztecs. Okay. Yeah. Good at basketball. Top twenty-five in uh, football. Kirk Morrison would punch me right now for by, saying all by the things. way, this just kind of points out to the freaking state of California, and it also points out to the Pac-12 just in general. 
You just cannot get a freaking school of any of these universities to make any significant impact here in the uh, uh, locally. All right, the dump is coming up next, which, by the way, this will mean something to some of you. Dun, 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 dun. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, you got to get on Jolene's, right? I don't know how long you're waiting for, but you got to do it. It's my new spot, Jolene's Wings and Beer. House-made sauces, epic flavors. Whatever you like, Jolene's has got you covered. You should try Al's uh, Nashville Hot. They are absolutely fantastic. Roni forever pull-apart pizza sticks. I dare you not to eat a 1,000 of those. It's impossible not to do it. Loaded with those cup-and-char pepperonis. They're salty. They're chewy. They're just perfect. You can add fork packs of craft beer along the way. Huckleberry Haze is a good choice. It's available for takeout or delivery through Jolene's.com. Jolene's Wings and Beer, perfect for your next game day celebration. Like, oh, I don't know, Raiders, Chargers, Monday Night Football. That might be a good time to get some wings. Order today at Jolene'sWings.com. That's Jolene'sWings.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I just love that we had a Raider fan calling in two hours ago and saying, oh, no, I'm just heading out. It's going out to Inglewood. SoFi, we got, we got a tailgate to get to. The, the vibe in SoFi yesterday was not what it was a week ago. Mm. It, the game against Tampa and Tom Brady, that place was rocking. Bro, could I say something? Tonight, Monday Night Football, that vibe is going to be amazing tonight. You know, I, can I be a 5.30, SoFi Stadium, a lot of Raider fans for the first time getting a chance to walk into SoFi. That's amazing. This is going to sound weird. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen SoFi Stadium on TV with people in it yet. Because right. I'm there yeah. and I don't watch the Chargers, so yeah. I haven't really seen it yet. But I'm, I'm I'm excited to see it. I think it should be a great game. I am fired up. Not nearly as fired up as I am, though, to do the dump. How did this work its way into the dump and not lead off the entire show? Because this is arguably the most important thing we've ever discussed. Okay. 31 years ago today, this debuted on television. The greatest television show ever made, 90210, 31 years ago, Al. From the look on your face, like many things that I get excited about, I get the sense that you don't care at all. Well, I see you as, you know, maybe 15 years ago on a motorcycle. <laughs> no, it's not. A, and I was that more Brandon Walsh than Dylan McKay. And that this is playing. Oh. Like you're just going down the 405 and people are like, what the hell is that? Do I hear the 90210 theme music? <laughs> And there's Trav, <laughs> just waving to everybody in Orange County as he idea. goes down the streets. I need you to send me this punch so I can put it on my phone and listen to it the whole way home. Uh, yeah. Look, I can see Steve Sanders taking off his helmet. He's ready to go. By the way, it was so long ago, Shannon Doherty, years ago. Dordery. I didn't I can't even realize it, that uh, Steve Sanders was a sophomore in high school and had a receding hairline. Shannon hit me back even, on the gram. Yeah. <laughs> Love Sent that you a show. couple messages, Shannon. <laughs> Nothing. Kelly. Was that Val? Bellinger hitting on her? What was it? <laughs> Kelly or Val? There's a right answer here. Uh, Val. That's right. Yeah. Okay, there you yeah, go. All Val's... right, let's go to the next one. 31 years ago. I feel super old right now, and I just love hearing that. You can leave that music up the whole time. I'm totally fine with Gotta that. Got to be honest, Val is kind of on a very short list. Val, 
It's the correct. It's yeah, also the correct answer. Yeah. Uh, Dinner with Tiffany. Have we seen Shannon. that on the Food Network? I'm just throwing that out there. That's pretty good. Food and I've not seen it, but I will be watching it tonight on demand. I'm sure it's available somewhere out there. Uh, Albert Pujols. I'm sure that uh, this is bad news for Albert and really good news for the Angels. <laughs> He's getting his last check from the Angels, and that deal is finally over. That's sue a him. Nice check. He should sue them. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not a bad. That's no. not a bad deal. And the Dodgers got a chance to just kind of take the end of it too like oh, by the way the perfect. angels did the right thing sure, where they got rid of them hey walk away move on turn the page but the dodgers opportunistic used them well all season long that i never thought and i don't mean this to be uh, dismissive or or condescending in any way mm-hmm. but i i never thought that albert would embrace kind of a mascot role that he's the guy that's giving guys bear hugs in the dugout, that he's much more like a, a favorite uncle, El Tio, than he is a guy that's a dangerous weapon, and it's an incredibly valuable piece to this team. Remember on Media Day, we were talking about Dwight Howard accepting his role, and we, you know, we talked about different ways, and I, and I had mentioned you don't have a choice. If you want to stay in, I'm going to use Albert as an example. Mm-hmm. Do you want to stay on a relevant team and have a shot at a World Series? The role he played for the Dodgers he had to, Trav. And by the way, he excelled at it. You could tell a lot of the guys in the clubhouse, they love having him around. No question. But with all that said, if you don't play that role, I you don't, don't know stick. You're what, gone. what team are you on. You're not. You're at home, but yeah. some people can't make that transition. Ego and but Cut Albert that check. Absolutely. It's a good check. How good does that feel? Your direct deposit has hit. What is that? Oh, it's got two giant commas? Cool. I like that. That sounds like a good check to get along the way. It is official. 46 home runs. 138 hits, 100 RBIs, 26 stolen bases, 257 batting average, a 592 slugging percentage, and the MVP of the American League. And, oh, by the way, he struck out 156 guys. He had an ERA of just a shade over three and was 9-2 and two on the mound. That was Shohei Otani's 2021 season. Greatest single season ever. My man, you're the baseball guy. If... You know, you don't have a way to describe it. If you don't have a way to fully understand what that means and put it in context with just the history of baseball, I don't know how to. I, I don't think anybody has to been, comment on. No it. one's been able to do it yet. I've read a lot about Otani and I've watched a lot of Otani and I've heard some superlatives, but I have not heard anybody kind of describe just what it is that we just saw because I don't think we're ever going to see it again. My favorite part. My favorite about my favorite part about Shohei Otani all season long. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Awesome. Says that to the Angels. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> then y'all, go I'm make some negotiate moves. And we'll see We'll see what they do. I'll leave it at that. He did not double or backtrack on that at all. This happened yesterday in the Giants game. And it is heads. We want that. <laughs> That's Jabril Peppers yep. after they won the coin toss. Uh, pretty fired up. They got their first win of the season. Hot mics. Everywhere, all the time, unless it's mine, then that's no good. The one thing I worry about: who was it that during a coin toss basically went out of the way, out of the limits? It was one of the Hasselbeck brothers. I forget we're gonna, which one it was. We're gonna something win. Yeah, better we'll win take that the game. ball, and we're gonna bleep and win. And they, I think they lost that game. I think he threw an interception on like the third play yeah. of the drive. <laughs> Probably want to wait and kind of save some of that fuel for in the locker room after you already got a W. Andy Reid became the first coach in NFL history to get a mm. hundred wins with two different teams. That's pretty damn impressive. Pretty damn impressive. By the way, uh, just kind of putting it full context, we got a great AFC West matchup tonight: the uh, Raiders and the Chargers. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs surprisingly 
on the bottom part of that AFC West, that won't be the case when the season all settles. If people were foolish enough not to hear the show live, how do they find it? ESPN app or on iTunes. Catch the full three hours, 9.55 to 12.55. ESPN ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search Travis and Sliwa. All right, we got you tomorrow for Monday Night Football. We're going to talk about the Raiders and the Chargers. And by tomorrow afternoon, I should have a better idea on who I think the Dodgers should have at first base. We'll see. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.